Breaker Sports, the podcast episode three, Game Day Greg, alongside Benny Buckets. We are excited to bring you another uh, fun-filled show. Um, we are This is Super Bowl show, uh, so we're going to be talking all things pretty much Super Bowl. We're going to go over our analysis of the game, give you our picks. I'm sure we're on opposite sides. Uh, we're going to give you some player props. Uh, we'll have three player props each. And then we also have a fun little uh, party prop betting sheet, uh, 20 questions of some of your favorite uh, Super Bowl prop bets um, and what we think what would happen. Uh, all our expert analysis on the singing of the national anthem and whatnot. I'm I'm excited to get that analysis. So uh, we'll go over that. We'll talk about the NBA trade deadline, um, kind of the scope of the league. Um, we're recording right now as we're winding down the last hour and a half, I'd say, of the trade deadline. So I'm sure stuff will come in. We'll break it for you, even though you listen to it the next day. Uh, that's a bummer, but we're not there yet. Episode three. And then uh, everyone's favorite segment, Soccer Talk, uh, we'll be back and we'll actually try to keep it closer to that minute as opposed to going over um, 15 plus minutes. Um, but Benny Buckets, how are you doing today? I, I hear the I hear the landscaping going on in the background there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, fantastic. It's always good to get the landscaping out of the way. So there's some tree trimming going on uh, in the uh, in this desert southwest here, so. That is uh, that is always a, a a bonus, you know. You can incorporate that in the podcast, so that's fan. That's always fantastic, good, a fantastic extra. So, very good. How are you doing today? Ah, uh, we're hanging in. We're hanging in. We're uh, we're 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 hanging in. That's that's probably what we could say. So, very good, very good. Okay. Uh do you just want to jump right into it, man? These trades are going off. I'm watching. I'm watching the trade deadline show in the background. Clippers acquire Bones Highland and trade with Nuggets uh, for two second round picks. So that's not even some of the craziest stuff that's happened today. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But uh, let's just start. Ben, why don't you break us down in terms of what the current odds are? This is as of Thursday afternoon for the big game. Oh, for the big game, yes. Uh, let's see here. So uh, I think it's pretty much universal everywhere. I haven't seen much deviation in the line. Uh, uh, this is using the Caesar Sportsbook app. Uh, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Eagles. Uh, Eagles are the home team here on the neutral site. For what that's worth, the Eagles are a point and a half favorite, so minus one and a half. Chiefs are plus one and a half. The uh, money line is as follows: the Eagles minus one twenty-five, Chiefs plus one hundred five, and the total in the game has zoomed up. Went from forty-nine and a half. Now we are at fifty-one. Fifty-one. So it keeps. Going up, that is typical of the betting public coming in on the over, which is generally the way it goes. And I wouldn't be surprised by game time if this is 53 or 53 and a half. But, so that is where we're at right now. Perfect. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead first? Give us your analysis, and then I'll fill in the blanks because I know everyone uh, has mentioned to you fantastic analysis. Sure. So I uh... – I open. I kind of like the Eagles to start, uh, but I, I just uh, I get a sense that the Eagles are going to lose this game. I think they're too much, uh, too oh, much wow. overconfidence on the Eagles, and uh, I think it comes down to this. You know, you, the most important position on the field is obviously quarterback, and uh, with all due respect to Jalen Hurts, uh, 
he he is not Patrick Mahomes and, and probably never will be. Uh, and the most quarterbacks can't. Well, the same could be said of them as well. Uh, and then Andy Reid, uh, I I would think, uh, as long as it doesn't come down to game management, it's more about play selection and play calling. I would think he would be uh, more equipped than the Nick Sirianni. So uh, I I like the Chiefs actually in this game, uh, but uh, I I will be rooting for the Eagles in full disclosure, as I do have more futures money on the Eagles than the Chiefs. But I like the Chiefs. Uh, I like the Chiefs plus the point and a half. I really like the Chiefs though more on the money line. Again, you're not you're not getting much value by taking them plus point and a half. Like, as we went over last week with the uh, with the with the Bengals Chiefs game, there's no real value in taking a team when it's you know plus the points when it's you know less than three, but really when it's less than two, and you can only win but you can only win on a loss if the team loses by one. Uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and you're giving up fifteen percent because you got to lay. You're getting a 90% payout on minus 110, and you're getting a 105% payout on plus 105. So you got to give up 15% in in winnings by uh, taking by getting essentially the Chiefs to lose by one, which is the only way you could win if the Chiefs lose. So uh, I like the Chiefs plus on the money line plus 105 from that standpoint. Okay. They're plus, I thought you said plus 125 on the money line. Uh, plus one. Oh, I apologize. Plus 105. Right, so 105. 105. 125 okay. is incorrect. It's plus 105. Yes. 105. Okay. We're on the same side. Wow. I did not think that was going to happen. Uh, I thought you were going to take the Eagles, but uh, I, I like your reasoning and I agree. I think the Chiefs, like I said last week, um, Ben here done that team. Um, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes in this situation over Jalen Hurts, um, Nick Sirianni's second year. They're all new to this. And um, I think the Chiefs are not getting the respect that they deserve. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs spread, money line, um, and I'm also taking the over as well. Uh, I got it at 51. Um, but, yeah, I would get it. If you want to take the over, I would get it sooner rather than later because, like, as Benny Buckets alluded to, I think this line is going to get somewhere closer to 53, 53 and a half by kickoff. So uh, get it in now. Um, so, cool. We're on the same side. We don't have to root against each other for the first time and I don't know how long. All right. Uh, do you have anything else on this game? Yeah, I agree with you. I like the over. I got it when it first came out, 49 and a half. Uh, uh, yeah, it'll keep going up. Uh, yeah. I, I Like I said, I, I would expect it to close at 50, somewhere between 52 and a half and 53 and a half, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah, I agree. This, this will, yeah, this, this from start to finish, it'll, it'll move. What's that? I think four, I gotcha. 40. Uh, it'll move four points probably or three and a half points from start to finish, something like that. So uh, I agree with you on that, from that standpoint, for sure. Very good. And I also do want to bring up a topic from last week's show, um, just because we're talking football about Tom Brady and being the greatest player of all time. Now I wish I, uh, I'm able to see Ben's face because we do this um, we're in, and we're usually able to see each other, but we're having some technical difficulties, unfortunately, <laughs> to where the video is not working. But uh, I don't know, Ben, if you've heard this uh, little clip on Let's Go Tom Brady's podcast there about uh, Bill Belichick calling Tom Brady the greatest football player ever. And I wanted to get your thoughts on such a outrageous claim. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I would expect nothing less. He coached him for 20 years. If, if he doesn't believe he's the greatest football player ever, then, then nobody should. So uh, I still don't think he's the greatest football player ever. It's still Timmy Lawrence Taylor, Jim Brown, but uh, 
that's okay. I mean, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, Jim, Jim Brown outrushed whole teams, you know, by himself, you know, back in the sixties. So, uh, you know, he was like Babe Ruth against the rest of the league, hitting more home runs in the rest of the league uh, than, than, than half the teams in the league there uh, when Babe Ruth played. So, uh, different eras, you know, different, uh, you know, if, if Tom Brady had to play in the era of the 80s and 90s when Joe Montana played, uh, it's doubtful he would have been as successful. Uh, and vice versa, if Joe Montana played in this era, it's likely he would have been more successful or he, his statistics would have been more gaudy. So it's hard to compare eras because uh, you can't obviously take a player and place them in a different era with different rules and uh different uh different strategical elements but uh i'm not surprised i you know i i, I think he's a great player I, I i concede even that he's the best quarterback but just because somebody's the best you know player at a particular position doesn't and and it's the most important position doesn't make them the best player ever uh, to ever play the sport so uh that's how i would count on that i don't really understand the infatuation with brady uh you know but uh Again, I, he get he got he got he got a week last year when he retired, and he announced it in the middle of the uh, uh, you know he 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 announced he was coming back in the middle of the NCAA selection show, and then this week and then last week he announces it right in the lead up to the Super Bowl. You know, it's like a Rod announcing that he was opting out of his Yankees contract in two thousand seven in the middle of game four of the World Series with the Rockies and the Red Sox. The guy, the guy obviously uh, has a has an ego issue, but that's okay. Uh, same day, same back. day, uh, February first, uh, last year. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah, well, okay, well, it was in the middle of the Super Bowl last year too. So you're proving my point. He, he was, he was, he was dumb enough to do the same thing twice. So I, I agree. Uh, you know, I just, I, uh, I can say he's a good player. Doesn't mean I have to like him, and I clearly don't. So, uh, you know, um, I don't, you know, I don't. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I could say other things, but I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I thank you and the viewers or and the, the listeners. Thank you. The Breaker Nation. Thank you as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh let's head on over to our player props. Um so I I think let's to wrap that up. We're in agreement, Chiefs to win, Chiefs to cover the spread. And did you like the over in that? I did. I do like the okay. over. I li- I don't like it as much now. Uh, I liked it a lot more at 49 and a half, but. I just um, see offense. I, I just see them trading touchdowns. Uh, I, I don't know why. My I, only my only apprehension is that I feel like the Eagles might uh, be inc- more inclined to run the ball um, and I think eat up some clock. Uh, and I don't. They're I not going to be able to do that when they're down. So, I, yeah, but I don't know if they're going to be down in the game. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if they're, you know, I think, I think in order for the the run game to be really severely inhibited from the Eagles standpoint, they'd have to be down probably, you know, 14 plus points. And I don't necessarily see in a game where the spread is one and a half that either team is going to have more than at any point, any given point in time, if, you know, say a 10 point lead. So, um, so that would be my, you know, my yeah. reaction, my thought process there. But Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right, let's get over to the player props. So we are going to pick, as you guys are aware, three player props um, each, and these are things that we think are going to happen throughout the game. Um, Of course, these do have a little bit more juice, um, unfortunately, so um, do with it as you may, but yeah, Benny Buckets, I don't know if you want to get started on your picks. You said you had them ready. 
I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm going to get started with uh, uh, first player prop I'll give you is going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, completions over 25 and a half. Uh, that's minus 135, so it is fairly juiced here. Um, uh, you know, you could go with you could go with past attempts too. That's 38 and a half. Uh, I just don't know if he's going to get to 38 and a half total attempts. I just feel like you have a better chance. And you know, 25, say 26 on 39. If you hit both of them, if you barely hit both of them, that shows a 67 percent completion percentage. I think he could, in theory, be higher than that. I think it's going to be a lot more lower percentage or higher percentage throws. I don't think they're going to be able to push the ball downfield. Uh, one, because I don't think they're going to, you know, they're probably going to want to get the ball quick because of, of I know it's a three-week injury now, but because of the ankle. And then two, uh, the Eagles do have the, the best pass defense in the league. So I think you're going to try and take more higher percentage throws. Uh, and because of that, I feel like you're going to have a higher completion percentage maybe than typical for Mahomes. Um, and I don't know necessarily, depending on the framework of the game, you may not get to 38 and a half. Um, he hit it in his last game against the Bengals. I think it was at 41 and against the Jaguars, they were only at 30 because they were trying to run out the clock in the fourth quarter. So give me the uh, over in Patrick Mahomes completions over 25 and a half minus 135. All these odds, by the way, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook just so because the odds can vary uh, specifically on player props somewhat widely uh, and the juice can vary as well. So just so as everyone is aware of that, but that's my first one. I like it. Yeah. Do I make over you want to just run through? No, go ahead. You, well, I guess we're all three. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. I've got for my first one here, Dallas Godair, uh over 47 and a half receiving yards. Goddard. 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 Game day, Greg. Game day, Greg. Go with a hockey pronunciation for, for Dallas Goddard. What the French Canadian pronunciation there. We yes, like I'm, I'm close to the bayou here and there's some. Fr- <laughs> yes. So. Goddard. The, the, yes. the, the, the silent T at the end. Oh, course. we've already given us enough time. Yes, this work. is perfect. I'm, I'm glad we <laughs> wasted the listeners 15 seconds talking about that all right um anyways dallas goddard uh or godert <laughs> over 47 and a half minus 130 um i think they're going to have to throw the Eagles are going to have to throw the ball late and uh goddard is hurts his safety valve over the middle and I just see him getting at least five to six catches. And to me, that's going to be over 48 yards. I'd say somewhere around the 50 to 60 yard range for him is expected. Um, and if them be, if they're going to be down, they're going to have to throw the ball. I'll take some garbage time yards. I don't care. Yards, yards. So um, give me Godair, Goddard, Godert, uh, over 47 and a half minus 130. Okay. Um, next one I'm going to take is I'm going to take uh, – Marquez Valdez Scantling over two and a half receptions minus one twenty. Uh, I would say he, you know, with McCall Hardman being out for this game, uh, Kadarius Tony probably at best will be limited if he does play. Uh, it, you know, who knows if he will or won't. He's in, he's banged up, and Juju Smith Schuster also banged up. Again, they may play, but they may be limited. I would say Valdez Scantling will be the number one wide receiver target for. Um, for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so uh, with that being said, 
I think Kelsey will get a lot of targets, uh, as he should, but I think that he'll still have to throw the ball to receivers. Uh, I think you could probably expect five to six targets at a minimum for Scantling, and he's only got to catch half of those to hit over his two-and-a-half props. So I like over two-and-a-half uh, receptions for Marquez Valdez-Scantling, minus 120. Minus 120. Okay. All right, perfect. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to stick with the Eagles – I'm going to go Jalen Hurts over 20, 20 and a half completions, minus 120. Um, again, this is just kind of building off my point that I think the Eagles are going to be down. I, I do think they could be down two touchdowns by the third quarter, um, and that's not going to bode very well to their run-style offense. So they are going to need to throw it a little bit more, even if it's just check downs to Miles Sanders, um, short, simple slants, or they go deep. Um, which could be a little foreshadowing to my third pick. So, yeah, give me Jalen Hurts over 20 and a half completions at minus 120. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Jalen Hurts, I like it. Uh, all right, and then I am going to go with my fourth one. This is an interesting one. Uh, Your third one? My third one, excuse me. We're only doing three. I apologize. Yes, third one. Uh, I am going to go with the longest gross punt. Which team will the longest gross <laughs> punt? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. This doesn't necessarily keep in. Um, maybe I won't go with that, actually. Yeah, I'll go with that just because there's uncertainty with the other one. So I'm going to go. It is a lot, but I do feel very confident in this play. Longest gross punt. Uh, I'm assuming both teams have to punt in order for this prop to go off. If there's pro- if there's if there's only one if there's one team that has you know punts and the other team doesn't punt, I believe this would be voided. Uh, but check with your local book on this. This is an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, make, uh, sure you, make sure you check with them before. This is <laughs> this is this is the this is the the player with one of the shortest uh net and gross punt yardages of the uh of the playoffs against the one with the longest it's Tommy Townsend for the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs to have the longest gross punt minus 175 over Grand Island Buffalo area native uh Buffalo New York area native uh Brett Kern Brett Kern for the Eagles who who just signed because Sippus, uh, uh, Aaron Sippus is out for the year on the IR. So give me the longest gross punt, Chiefs minus 175. Minus 175. It's the second longest gross punting average in the league and second longest net punting average is Tommy Townsend. Also was the, the punting representative for the AFC before he had to opt out of the game. So give me the Chiefs on the longest gross punt. All right, that's punter talk. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We have, soc- we have soccer talk. So if we're going to, you know, that's soccer, right. Soccer talk and kicking balls. And you want to, well, punter talk too. So, you know. Yep. 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 Perfect. All right. My last one here. I was looking at the, watching some trades come through as you were talking there, unfortunately. What came, what came through there? Uh, all right. So Patrick Beverly uh, from the Lakers is now moving on to the Magic uh, for Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, the oh, Jack boy. Harlow song. Yes, yes. Mo Bamba. Oh, okay, perfect. Oh, Thank yes. you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no. And we had no upset special uh, this week, so we had to get a. We uh, did have an upset special, singing. but we we didn't we didn't we didn't declare it though. I should have. I forgot about that, but 
Uh, you can't yell upset special when the Chiefs are the are the uh, upset here. <laughs> See, that that can't happen. What are you talking but, about? Uh, Point and a half. Point and a half. Yeah, that's. I gave you an up. I gave you an upset. That special takes away the from the allure. That takes half. away from the allure of oh, the oh. upset special. And I feel like it needs to be at least a five point favorite. Uh, five point underdog. Okay. Okay. Fair so, enough. What is your last um, prop there, sir? Yes, last prop. Um, Debating between two here. I'm going to go. This seems high to me. Uh, Jalen Hurts under 10 and a half rush attempts. That seems high. I don't know. I don't know if he's running the ball 11 times this game. I don't really have any reason why. Uh, He might get get three just by sneaks by himself. The the QB sneaks that they run. Any third down... Oh, that's true. Will be a sneak. That's true. Okay, I I did not consider the sneak into play here. That is considered a rush, and I also I believe a uh, a kneel down is also considered a rush attempt, if I'm not mistaken. So, okay, so interesting. All right, I'm going to steer away from that now that we talk that out. Um, In case you couldn't tell, folks, this is me not knowing what my third pick is going to be here. And just delaying some little time. Why don't you get? Why don't you get you, the you, disclaimer? Why don't you get the disclaimer? You can go with a punt. Back? You can go with a punt or a kicking. Uh, no, you go. You can go with. You can go with a missed kick to hit the uprights for plus four fifty. I don't feel like, like scrolling that far. No, I, I just want to get something. Uh, something more mainstream for the viewers. Our viewers, I keep telling viewers we did twenty five episodes of YouTube. <laughs> now we're just switching on over. Yes, listeners. Uh, why don't you get the disclaimer? All right. Uh, that's right. The disclaimer. So, uh, 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 sports betting is a uh, is a form of gambling. Uh, past results are not past past performance is not indicative of future results. Uh, please only wager with funds that you can afford to lose, as you may lose them, and uh, most sports bettors do lose them. So, uh, please be aware of that, and uh, please gamble responsibly. Or please sports bet responsibly, rather. So, all right, very good. Um, all right, for the last one, I'm just going to keep it straight down the middle, easy here. Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions for minus 160. Since Ben gave us a fantastic punt line there of minus 175, we'll, we'll just call it the punt line. Um, so yeah, Travis Kelsey is going to be Patrick Mahomes' number one option, of course. Uh, I could see this hitting by halftime if necessary. Uh, just his option over the middle in the red zone. I mean, he's going to get at least 10 plus targets and I don't see him dropping or having at least four incompletions. So yeah, give me Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions at minus minus one sixty. Okay. Interesting. That's a, that's a good one. It's a good one. I did have another one there, but, uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, we don't play by the rules. We're good. Okay. No, we don't put, okay. We see here. I do like this one quite a bit. Uh, that is, uh, I'll give you a game prop, and then I'll give you a. Uh, this is not. This is not count towards our records here, but this will be an interesting one. Oh, we'll uh, let the listeners decide that. All right, all right. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs total third down conversions over five and a half minus one ten. I do like that quite a bit. Uh, I think there's a decent chance they'll be in some third down situations and. Uh, probably, I would say probably in the neighborhood of 12 to 15. So that means I need about a 40 to 30, 35 to 40% completion 
uh, or conversion percentage. Uh, and if you watch the State of the Union the other night, Joe Biden does like conversions. So uh, I think that's here we go. I think that's what he was referring to, folks. So uh, oh, and I like conversions too. So I'll go with that to stick with the political theme. And then uh, I also like. I, I don't know where it is. It's a touchdown prop. The game day there reminded me, but I can't seem to find it here on the uh, on the touchdown maybe prop. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a receiving prop. I don't know. Let's see. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe it'll pop up. The prop will pop up. Uh, first receptions. Yeah, I I don't see it here. I don't know why they wouldn't have touchdown props here, but. Uh, so okay. TD scores. There we go. It was, it was in the front. It was in the front. I was too far, too far to the. Wow, uh, this is steamed up. Never mind. I do not like the juice. I will. I will fade that one. So. What was it? What was it? Just give it was. It was Travis Kelsey, but now it's minus one thirty-five, which is ridiculous. So that's. You just gave a minus one seventy-five pick. What do you mean minus one thirty? Yeah, but I guarantee to win with that one because Brett Kern. Brett Kern will hit a wire again and he'll punt it twenty-six yards. So. Oh, you're relying on the wire, the Fox oh, wire, the, the wire. Right. Yes, the wire. Will, the wire will will come in. Guaranteed play. win, folks. Guaranteed win. Guaranteed yeah. win. Put put the put put put. Put any amount of money you can afford to put on it, folks. The at the the longest gross punt of the game will be by the Kansas City Chiefs. So, all right, I guess that's in a Super Bowl analysis for you. All right, um, all right. So we have the player props. Let's go over uh, the betting sheets here. Oh, the betting sheet. Yes, great. Game day. Greg will host this. Yeah. So, so uh, party spice, party prop sheet. Spice here. it up a little bit. Uh, brought to you by Covers.com. They had a party prop betting sheet. Uh, 20 questions. We'll go through these kind of quick just because it could be a little bit longer. Are, are you going to write down the answer so we know yes. who did better? Okay. Yes. So I have two sheets here. Um, two sheets. So I will write Benny Buckets. That's very nice with the color, too. Look at that. You can just do the black and white right there. He put the full oh, color, yeah. color toner oh, yeah. in there. That is, we that are, is uh, cooking that is with high, peanut oil here. Is, yes. <laughs> with, with the, with the thing. That is high class, sir. That is high class. Yes. I did not click the black and white option. <laughs> uh, I just went with the normal ink. Live a little. Live a little. Very good. Uh, that's my motto. So, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So again, brought to you by Covers.com, Super Bowl 57, Party Prop Betting Sheet. I would recommend doing this, folks. If you guys are uh, viewing with family members who don't watch football uh, all that often, or you are, or just have a big group, why don't you, why don't you uh, pass this around and whoever gets the best uh, gets a prize. So what, what are we putting on this? What are, what uh, let's, let's have the listeners come up with something. Maybe a little, someone will have to wear something during the next, recording of the show um or we'll have to say something on their social media i don't know we'll figure yeah, it out game day greg will have to wear a kevin durant scenic suns jersey at the work i believe so. i got a durant jersey for my dad um for one christmas uh nets jersey that's unfortunately no longer although fanatics does have a buyback program on their jerseys if you buy within a year and your player gets traded you can swap it out for it uh, another jersey which i thought's pretty cool a little jersey insurance all right getting back into it uh question number one the length of the national anthem um in seconds here the over under is set at 121 and a half and i be- we believe chris stapleton is the he is the, we don't believe that is that is a, that is correct. that is a fact okay chris stapleton. That is i'll give my pick here first so we'll kind of we'll just go on well off. well it's two minutes and one seconds for those of you who are not who are not math uh, uh no. math efficient so 
I don't think our viewer base is under six. So that's, uh, I don't think that's a, that's, that's a problem here. Um, are, are all of these, are all of these actually uh, props that can be bet uh, at a sports book or are some of these uh, novelty yes. that are not, uh, I not, guarantee not you, transactional? Any, I guarantee you any one of these can be bet at a sports book. Okay. Very good. Yes. Uh, 121 and a half seconds. 121 and a half seconds. I believe this will be over. This is a country singer, folks, Chris Stapleton. Country singers tend to draw out their songs just a little bit more. Uh, they could, what, what they're acting, if you listen to what they're actually saying, it could be more of a two minute song as opposed to a three minute and 40 second song. So, um, yeah, give me the over, uh, two. So that's two minutes and one second for you folks. I, I like it around the, 215 mark. What about you, Benny Buckets? Mm, interesting. I, I think I'll agree with you on that. Uh, I'm a little surprised. You know, Chris Stapleton, certainly I, I do uh, listen to the uh, Sirius XM Channel 56, the highway, uh, the kind of more uh, contemporary uh, uh, Sirius XM country music station. There are a few of them, including Willie's Roadhouse on Channel 59 for for you, country music aficionados. Oh, oh boy! Yeah, that that is that is that is paying homage to Willie Nelson. For those of you who are who are not familiar with the country music lexicon, but uh, I'm a little surprised because he's not one of the more well known, or uh, you know, he's not a Luke Bryan or a uh, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's a little bit of an older name there, folks. But he's not he's not one of the you know he's not Miranda Lambert. He's not one of the uh, You're right. He is not Miranda Lambert. He is, he's right. not Kane, he is not Kane Brown either, from what I understand. So he it's 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 a little bit of a surprise. You, you typically get somebody with more name notoriety there to sing. I that think Chris Stapleton has plenty name notoriety. Uh, he's he's not even in the top four of country singers right now, to be honest. But, top uh, four. Wow. Not even not even the top four. Not even top, not top even. five. Top five. He might be top five, but he's not top. Four. <laughs> top, not top four. Not, okay. He, he does not beat Luke Luke Bryan or Kane Brown, Miranda Lambert or Carrie Underwood. So he's not. So those four. are your top four there. Off the top, I, I'd have to give it some more introspection and thought, but off the top of my head, those would probably be the, the four at the moment that are the the hottest right now. Lambert, countries. Underwood, what were the other two? Uh, Luke Bryan and uh, Kane Brown. Kane Brown. Right. <laughs> Brown's, Brown's a little bit more. That's that's a little bit of a wild card. It's a little. Some it's, people may not agree with that, but I like Kane Brown, so I'll, I'll go. Yes, yeah, so that's probably the only thing they don't agree with. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's so, Benny I, will, I will go with the, top to get, five country singers here. I will. I will go with the over, though. I agree. Country music singers do tend to. I would say country music and uh, R and B tend to have a little bit more more verbose with the length. So I will I will go with the the over there. Yes, the over. Perfect. All right. All right. What is next? Uh, a little bit simpler of a question here. The coin toss. Uh, heads or tails? I've got some good news here. So you can get this with no juice at Caesars. In previous years, they were minus one hundred three. Now you can get this, I believe, at plus one hundred. So I believe this is a juice free. It's the only juice free. This is uh this is better than playing. Craps in the casino, folks, taking, you know, seven times odds. This is a good, 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 good wager. As uh, if it is a fair coin, you got a chance. Uh, I'm going to go heads just because everyone, I don't know, the trend seems to be. When I was a kid, everyone went tail, everyone went heads. And, uh, you know, everyone seemed to be, when they called called it out, it would always seem to be heads. Now, for whatever reason, it seems like the last 10 years or so, everyone calls tails. Tails never fails, uh, except 
with the Bills and Josh Allen, and it did last year it did fail. So uh, I'll go with the heads just to be contrarian. Heads. All right. I'm going tails just because it's different. All right. Perfect. <laughs> uh, first, all right. Question three. First offensive play will be either a run or a pass attempt. I'll go first here. I think this will be a run, uh, folks. I don't know why. I uh, just have that feeling. They want, The players want to knock their pads together a little bit first, um, get the blood flow and get the juices flowing a little bit uh, before actually having to run and cut and all of that. Um, so, yeah, give me give me a nice run. I wonder who will even get the ball first. This is a tough one because you don't know who's going to get the ball. That's about right. I think if you're going to bet this, you're better off wagering because you can bet the Chiefs' first possession or Eagles' first possession, what their first play from scrimmage will be. I think that's a better, more wise bet. I agree. I think unfortunately we run. can't change the sheet. Uh, I understand. I think it will be a run as well, but I uh, I like it better if if it's the Eagles possessing the ball than the Chiefs. That gotcha. would be a run. But perfect. Building off that, which team's going to score first, Chiefs or Eagles? Um, <laughs> again, who's going to get the ball first? Uh, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, yeah it's your turn. Anyways, oh, uh, which team is going to score first? Um. Yeah, it's a tough one because you don't know who's going to get the ball first. Um, I'll say the Eagles. I'll say the Eagles because if they have a better defense than the Chiefs, so I'm more confident the Eagles will be able to stop the Chiefs on the first possession than the Chiefs will be able to stop the Eagles. So I'll, I'll say the Eagles. Eagles, I'm going to go Chiefs, I think. Um, so I think the Eagles get to call the coin toss, correct? No, the Chiefs no, will. The, the visiting Chiefs team. Do. The Chiefs do get to call it. Chiefs do. So the coin toss. Okay. So if they lose, they'll probably get ball first. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I like their offense better than the Eagles in this one. Um, anyways. All right. The first turnover of the game will be a fumble, interception, or a turnover on downs. I will say. The first one of the game, you said? Turnover. Is a turnover, turnover on downs really a turnover? I don't think it is. That's not. I do true. believe it is. Turnover on downs is no, it, literally sure it's, it's turnover on downs. But it's and not considered. Turnover is in the in the name. No, a, turn, name. a turnover is actually a fumble or an interception, not not a turnover on downs. Turnover on downs is a change of possession. It's a little bit different, but that's a bit of a skewed question. But. Oh, I, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're diving deep into the, how was a turnover on downs not a turnover? It, turnovers in the name. Yeah, well, with Apple turnover turnovers in the name. So I don't know what your point is, but let me see here. Turnover on downs. Uh, that made no sense. <laughs> yeah, you could say that about anything. Apple juice juice is in the name. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking this up right now. Let's see. Okay, in the NFL, turnovers on downs do not count as turnovers in statistics for either team. There you go. That is directly from the NFL uh, American Football Database. So we will, of course, have to fact check that off air. Um, <laughs> so it's not but... so that's a flawed question. So I, oh, I said we, I said we scrap no, that question. We're not scrapping not... the question. This question's not scrapped. <laughs> there I'm was a say... bar stool. Bar uh, stool clearly doesn't know the rules of uh, football. They don't know the if, correct terminology. Oh, this is so. this is a 
catastrophe here, folks. <laughs> I said in the beginning, and this is covers.com. Oh, um, covers.com. Sorry. Yes, not bar it's all right. We're not paying attention here. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> so the first turnover of the game will be an interception. We're not scrapping the question. We are still going to keep turnover on downs, a possible turnover, because that's what it says. <laughs> We're not rewriting history here. They folks. should change the. Change, oh, jeez. We've already the, given this. Change we've the wording ar- of the question. Uh, we could have change already, of possession. We could have not, already answered all twenty questions here. Yeah. But we're, we're talking about the top, Ben's top five uh, country. I list. will go. I will go with a turnover rundowns first. Actually, turnover rundowns. It's not a turnover, even though, though. Even though it's not a turnover. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> After all that, he chooses the one that's not a turnover. <laughs> If I had to choose one that was a turnover, it would be fumble. All right, noted. 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 Question six. Uh, which team will commit the first accepted penalty of the game, the Chiefs or the Eagles? Um, yeah, why don't you go ahead and take I'll go with one. the Eagles because the NFL wants Mahomes to win. So I'll go with the Eagles. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Eagles. Uh, which team will get to 10 points first, Chiefs, Eagles, or neither? <laughs> I will mm-hmm. go with Chiefs just because I think the Chiefs are going to put up more points. I think they're going to start off faster. Um, Who will get the 10 points first, you said? Race to 10? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Chiefs. Uh, no. Nah. All right, I'll agree with you. I'll go with Chiefs. Chiefs, okay. Uh, I, don't, I wonder what the odds are on the neither. That would be an interesting. Uh, that would be. Uh, it has to be a large. Uh, at least 10 to 1. Possibly twenty to one. Yeah, yeah. Ten to uh, one. Ten to one. It's a bad bet. <laughs> will either team score during the last two minutes of the first half? I say yes. Oh, I don't know how to play the rules. Either game. team right. score in the last two minutes of the first. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I agree with okay. that. Yes. Uh, oh, which yeah. which song will be performed first at the halftime show? Now we know, as we know, Rihanna is performing at the halftime show. Uh, our choices mm. are. You don't even That's, know the you don't need all of the choices. Oh, um, oh, I, okay. I was yes. thinking, her whole catalog, but okay. Oh, why, why don't you go ahead and give us your pick? If you, okay, so we have Umbrella, We Found oh. Love, Where Have You Been, and What's My Name, or we have Other. So those are your five choices. Um, uh, I'm going to go Other. I think he's going to go with Diamonds in the Sky. So. Diamonds in the sky. I'm gonna go with diamond. I'm gonna go off the board. I'm gonna go get umbrella, but I don't think that'll. That's be first. I. I think I'm gonna go umbrella. Ah. I, I know, know it will be played. I just don't know when. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. I, I hope one of those happen. All right. Will anyone accompany Rihanna on stage to perform a song with her? Absolutely. Yeah, they already announced uh, somebody. I don't know who, but yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Bad question. It was already announced. Uh, uh, ben is roasting covers.com here. <laughs> this is, this is, we're halfway through. How many songs will be played during the halftime show? The over under is set at nine and a half. Uh, I will say under. No, nah, they do pretty, they don't do the whole song. So I, I'm going to say over because I think the halftime show is about. On stage is probably about fifteen to eighteen minutes because the whole show halftime shows like forty. So that means they're playing 
a minute 45-ish yeah song. i would say i would say yeah i would say over because i don't think it'll just be her songs either it'll be other people who'll be I involved. Gotcha. okay um all right total number of players to attempt a pass over under is set at two and a half uh super bowl do we have any really special need a uh yeah go over just be different over i'll go under i will go under just because definitely plus money on the over i would imagine right probably fairly significant plus money so who this one seems easy um who will have more passing yards patrick mahomes jalen hurts oregon of course the other Patrick Mahomes. Excuse me. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Agreed. Agreed. That was a boring question. I agree. All right. Who will. Oh, I was just. Uh, uh, With my yawn. Yes. Yes. Oh, you you said it. I didn't say it. It's okay. (laughs) Who will have more rushing yards? Uh, Who will have the most rushing yards? It should say. Um, The question is laid out who will have more rushing yards. Okay. Um, But Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, or other. Uh, that's a good one. Credit I, to coverage.com for this one. This is a good there one. There you go. There you uh, go. If while you're uh mulling over there, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Miles Sanders. I just think he's gonna get the most rushing attempts. I'm gonna decide with the person. No, nah, I'll be different. I'll go with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. All right. Jalen Hurts. All right. Who will have the most receiving yards? Uh, Travis, uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Done. Don't need the rest of them. That's okay. For the listeners, Travis Kelsey, Marcus <laughs> Valdez, Scantling, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, or other. Travis I Kelsey. Will, I will say Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah. Um, that's pretty easy. What color will the liquid poured onto the winning head coach be? Now, listen carefully here, folks. I'm not going to repeat this. Uh, <laughs> the options are this is the first option lime green, yellow. Second option clear slash water. Third, red slash pink. Fourth, blue. Fifth, orange. Sixth, purple. I, I, ha- I have mine. I th- actually thought about this a little bit when I was printing this out a whole whopping 10 minutes before the show. I, I, was-, I was thinking orange. No, I'm going to go lime green slash yellow because I believe when the Chiefs won last time it was lime green slash yellow. So I'm pretty sure they're going to stick with tradition there. So I know okay. I got one of the teams right. Uh, I don't know what the Eagles will do, but I'll go with lime green slash yellow. Perfect. Uh, will either team score during the last two minutes of the fourth quarter? I say no. Mm. Yes. I'm yes. going to say yes. Yeah. Perfect. Who will win the game? The Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, who will or will the combined total points for the game be over or under 49 and a half? They have it here, so that's the one you like. That's we'll the one over. you like, yeah. Yes, over agreed. 77% of the money is on the Eagles, and it's I know there. I saw that I did say that I saw yesterday on the daily wager they had a uh, they had a spot out here in Arizona, a, a little remote for Doug Kazarian, Douglas Kazarian, a, a hardy. Hardy Brown alumnus for you, Ivy League alumnus for you, uh, you keeping score of the daily wager uh, cruise uh, alma maters for, for for that particular show. 
And uh, he was uh, pointing out that seven, I believe, seventy at least at Caesars. Anyway, this is Caesars. Seventy-three percent of the money, or seventy-three percent of the tickets, and like seventy-two percent of the money were on the Eagles. So there was a That's, pretty wow, pretty close disparity, pretty close alignment with the number of tickets. And that doesn't really tell us much. Usually, if you see uh, a lot of the money and a lesser amount of the tickets, percentage of the tickets on a particular side, that means it's sharp money. Right. Uh, on the side with the greater amount of money, not tickets. But this seems uh, at least maybe the short money hasn't come in yet. I'm not sure. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a whole lot of value in this game, to be honest with you, one way or the no. other. Uh, I think you'd be better off betting NBA on Sunday, frankly. If you want, we'll to get know. into that. We'll get into that right now. Let's just finish up this last question. The okay. MVP winner will be Mahomes, Hertz, or other? Yeah, I, I, I will say I, I Mahomes. I will say this. I think that. I do actually believe this, barring injury, of course, because that's unpredictable. I think probably the best bet is because they're both plus money is just putting money on either, either quarterback. And right, it's highly unlikely. Did happen last year with Cooper Cup. He won, or uh, yeah, Cooper we're not going to have a Cooper Cup performance in this. Um, and we if we do, Cooper and if Cup we do, here. it'll probably be Travis Kelsey, and I think they'll still give it to Patrick Mahomes. I agree, Kelsey. So I agree. Perfect. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. Perfect. All right, that is the uh, party prop betting sheets uh, brought to you by Coverage.com, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Uh, print these off. Enjoy it with your friends and family as you guys are enjoying the Super Bowl. Um, if I know a lot of people watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials, not necessarily the football, so That's... it'll give you something to watch um, during that long time instead of the commercials. So. All right, let's get into some of these crazy trade deadline talk uh, or crazy trade deadline that we have here. The messages are coming in left and right. I have it up while we're recording here. Um, there's been so many trades so far. Um, I don't even know where you want. I guess we could start with the first one, uh, the first domino to fall, and that being Kyrie um, going to the Mavericks. Uh, I <laughs> I I'll I'll give my analysis on this one first. I, I like this. I, I like Joe Ty here. Um pronunciation is correct, sir. Uh the, the last name is spelled T-S-A-I. Um what quite seven letters in his whole name. It's pretty cool. Uh, but he did not want to trade Kyrie to the Lakers because that was Kyrie's preferred destination, uh teaming back up with LeBron. So I thought that was hilarious. He sent him to the Mavericks, got less of a package um with Dinwiddie, Finney Smith, and then two first round picks. They could have got more with the Lakers package, but uh with Westbrook and some picks, um, I'm sure. But I just thought that was very funny. Um, sending him to Dallas. And uh yeah, the Nets are in total rebuild mode. Um, my dad's very disappointed. One of the biggest Nets fans I know. Um, one of but, the only Nets fans you know or anyone knows. There's about seven of them on the planet. Oh, so. no, that's not true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that cry was the first domino to follow. Then, of course, we saw the Durant news. Uh, ben, I don't know if you want to give your insights on that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think the Nets actually won the deal. Uh, you know, obviously, Kevin Durant's an all-time great player. Um but he he wasn't he was going to get traded uh, anyway uh, in the offseason. and I think that they're getting Mikael Bridges the, to me the the linchpin of this deal is Mikael Bridges because Mikael Bridges uh, is quickly becoming uh, you know one of the top two way players certainly one of the top two way players under twenty five one of the top two way players in the NBA and 
you know, second last year in the NBA Defensive uh, Player of the Year voting behind Marcus Smart. He's been, uh, I believe, a two-time All-NBA defend, uh, defensive player on the defensive team. Um, and, uh, you know, really, uh, really impressive, you know, what he's been able to do and accomplish. Uh, and, and he's really enhanced his offensive game. He's become much more proficient. I think this year he's averaging uh, all-time or career highs in <clears throat> three-point percentage and uh, points per game. And he's uh, also uh, career high in uh, free throw percentage. He's up around 87, 88% from the line. So a uh, dynamic player, young player. Uh, I think that it's a really good trade for the Nets. Um, you know, I don't think the Nets are going to be as bad as everyone thinks they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to do something here in the closing minutes to, um, you know, to uh, to to bring back um anything a particular note or trade away anybody that's you know currently on the team that they've acquired and they already got rid of Jay Crowder. Um so that's certainly of note. But um I you know I I don't know. I, I think it'll be interesting and uh I uh I do like the deal for Phoenix, but they did give up a lot for first round picks odd years from now until 2029. And then a pick swap in 2028 if the Nets, if the Phoenix has a higher pick than the Nets. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as well versed on the cap in the NBA. I know it's a soft cap, which means I believe you can keep your own players uh, and resign your own guys and not hurting your, or, you know, having to pay luxury tax, but you can still keep your guys, but you can't sign other players and you can, you can trade for other players, but you can't, sign the play it's 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 an interesting structure of the nba it seems to be very 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 easily to manipulate the cap in the nba as opposed to the nfl where uh it's a hard cap and and regardless of who you're signing they have to slot in below the cap number so um between devin booker durant chris paul and eight next year i believe those three guys uh i believe next year durant's around 48 million booker is somewhere in the neighborhood of 42 or 43 million. So that right there is 91 million. Uh, Aiton is about 32 or 33. So that's 124. And then Paul's 30 million. So those four guys right there is 154, which I believe right. is above the cap by itself. So um, clearly not a whole lot after that. Uh, and the, the key to me from a son's perspective is health. You know, Chris Paul's 37. Durant is injury prone and Booker has uh, is just coming off an injury now. So, um, so they got to stay healthy. Uh, clearly if they do, they have the best starting five. I'm assuming they're going to put TJ Warren who they got in the deal as well in as the, uh, as the power forward um, or, or Tory Craig, one or the other, but um, not much of a bench, right? I mean, tour uh, campaign, um, uh, Dario Saric, Bismack Biombo, uh, Damian Lee. I mean the Jock Landau. Not not a tremendously good bench, so they're not a particularly deep team. Like say, uh, you know the Clippers or the or the Bucks are or the Celtics. So they're going to have to, you know, those top four guys. The, the starting lineups really going to have to carry all the weight, and I would assume they're going to have to play in the playoffs specifically. 
they're going to probably have to play somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 to 40 minutes a game. So perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the analysis. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the analysis, with the, with the sun's analysis, man, Inter- wow, interestingly, man. their odds did move from plus 1800 to plus 450 overnight. So that is all of these sun's analysis I'd like for the rest of the month. Thank you. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, these trades are flying in here, folks, as we speak. I th- feel like three trades have already gone through as many of has given his son's analysis there. Um, Gary Payton, the second, has moved on from the Trailblazers. And and he, was, going, he was there for about nine games. and he got Going to the Warriors for, for um, Kevin Knox and five second-round picks. I don't know which one's more valuable there, um, Kevin Knox or five second-round picks. Uh, all right, Reggie Jackson's going to Charlotte. I'll just read some of these off. Um, if any jump out, you can kind of talk about them. Uh, Patrick Beverly going from the Lakers to the Magic, um, in return, getting Mo Bamba. Uh, ben, of course, sang you that song earlier on. <laughs> Jack Carlo, uh, Mo Bamba. Yeah, <laughs> we sang it again. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> All right, Eric Gordon going from the Rockets to the Clippers. That, that, well, what, wait a second. That's probably not the best sign in the world that if you're the, uh, the the top five pick in the NBA draft or a lottery pick, and you're more known for a Jack Harlow song than a uh, than, than your play on the court is probably not the the best. Uh, yes, the best indicator of, of your success. Uh, you know, as a player, but for now, for now, he could. It's a for now. Late bloomer. Uh, Spurs are acquiring Devontae Graham from the Pelicans for four second round picks. Second round picks are just being thrown around like hotcakes here. Just, uh, James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay. That's a, that's a big one. That's that's a that's an interesting. That's a pick. bit of a bigger one. I I don't really get that to be honest with you. That's a little strange to me that they would give up on him after. What, I think Wiseman just needed a, a fresh start. Yeah, just yeah. needed a fresh start. I guess. I mean, I, I suppose if you're saying that he's not better than Kavon Looney, I mean, certainly he's not better on the defensive end. I would I would hope he's better on the offensive end. Kavon Looney doesn't bring a whole lot to the table offensively uh, other than offensive rebounding. He's certainly not much of a scorer. But, um, so the so they get Gary Payton. The, yep. the five second the, round picks. The, the Portland seconds. Portland get no. This is it's actually a four team deal. I've got it pulled up right here on the score app. So this is the deal. the The Pistons receive Wiseman. The Atlanta Hawks receive Sadiq Bay. The Warriors get Gary Payton a second, and the Portland Trailblazers get Kevin Knox, former former New York Knicks lottery pick, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and five second round picks. So that is uh. How is that, that is, a four? Those are two two team deals. That's well, not they, a they have it here as a four team deal. So I, I don't. But know. no players are going to the other teams. So how can that? No, no, no. Wiseman is going to the Pistons, and Bay is going to the Hawks, and the uh, Warriors are receiving Gary Payton the second. So Kevin Knox went from the Hawks to the to the to the Trailblazers. <laughs> uh, Gary Payton the second one from the Trailblazers to the Warriors. Sadiq Bay went from the Pistons to the Hawks, and James Wiseman went from the Warriors to the Pistons. And okay, four I, did not, round picks. I did not see the Sadiq Bay to the Hawks. Five, oh, sorry, five second round picks involved here. Sorry, did not see the I, does Sadiq not, Bay to the does Hawks. not say who the second round picks are coming from, but. You know, by the time those picks probably come to fruition, uh, they'll probably be traded for more times. So I, I don't think it much matters. So. Very true. Very true. Matisse Thibault. Right. Matisse Thibault is uh, is leaving. 
after a fantastic performance last night where he he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a three point shot. He's uh, going he is, to the Blazers, he right? Is being, he is being he is being uh he is being exiled to the Pacific Northwest to the Blazers, yes. Blazers are coming in hot at the straight deadline. And then via Alan Hahn, ESPN uh uh-huh, New York ninety eight seven. apparently there's Knicks are working on a significant deal as of wow. twenty minutes ago. Oh Alan Hahn. We, we will see hum- what that from entails. Humpty and Hahn of there are rumors. There are rumors of Obi Toppin. Um, being will it be an out? Will it be an OB for an OG? We shall see. Oh, <laughs> folks! Oh, I think we just have with, that. With, let's coin that. Let's put that on t-shirts with, with uh, the with the with the, Sartor, with the uh, vocabulary splendor of a Walt Clyde Frazier in the mix. There, that's the right. I felt OG. like I was in his presence. <laughs> yes, uh, OB for an OG, folks. <laughs> that is something that he absolutely would say. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. I don't know how we get that to him. If that ever the, happened, the, uh, as he would say, the Knicks would be duping and hooping the Hawks if that were uh, the uh, the Raptors. Dishing and swishing, yes. Dishing uh, and swishing, yes. A fortuitous bounce. <laughs> he, he always rhyme. I love his rhymes. <laughs> you gotta love his clothes. Bounding and astounding, yes. Bounding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> driving and thriving. <laughs> swishing and dishing. Uh, uh. Uh, hooping and uh, scooping and hooping, I believe, is another one. If I'm not mistaken, scooping and hooping. Um, fortuitous bounce. I, yes. I don't know. He there's just some the, some phrases that he says. That's Walt Clyde. That's that's perfect. He's um, the Hall of Famer, the Walt Clyde, the great Walt Clyde Frazier, folks. Oh wow! Uh, let's let's we're gonna shift a little bit into hockey talk here. The St. Louis Blues are trading for Vladimir. Or, no, the St. Louis Blues are trading Vladimir Tarasenko to the Rangers. I, I did see that. Yes, for wow. Sammy Blay, I believe, and somebody else. So. Uh, they will. Sammy Blay will go back to the Blues, who they dealt a couple years ago for Pavel Buchnevich. So uh, the Rockets are acquiring Frank Kaminsky and Justin Holiday in the trade with the Hawks. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, basically, yeah, so- these games tonight, folks. You got a you got a Suns you got a Suns game at the Hawks. There will be exactly. Four players. They're going to play three on three tonight because everyone got traded. Okay? <laughs> there will right. there will not be yep. enough players to field yep. a five man uh, a five man uh, team on the court. Uh, uh, and now we're getting a report here from Windy, I believe, uh, Windhorst, uh, the the great Brian Windhorst. Something of the nature of a Russell Westbrook uh, scenario here, maybe a, a a buyout. He said last night, and he put his hands up, folks. He gave it the old the old hand signal: zero percent chance that Russell Westbrook plays for the utah jazz so uh but i did see that yes that is an interesting move for the rangers a uh yep. big move there that's right oh rockets are acquiring john wall as part of a three-team deal did we already discuss this yes i'm sure he's thrilled okay. to be going back to the rockets that that must excite him to no end as he couldn't wait to leave in the first place so right. i right. think that i think there's a high likelihood there will be a buyout there uh i believe a buyout will be in order perhaps but, buyouts he says okay all right so that, that's pretty much nba talk uh trade deadline is just flowing in a lot of these secondary deals are coming in it has uh, officially let, ended I, I don't know if that alan hahn report if, uh, if there's an update there i thought it ended at four eastern uh nope it ends at three eastern uh oh, okay. so it has ended 
Um, Perfect. Okay. All right. But sometimes things trickle in after, so we we will uh, we'll wait with bated breath to see if there's anything that comes in of note. But uh, I I wonder what the Alan Hahn. There's a update there if you could. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see. I don't know. Maybe they were working, but couldn't come to anything. Um, Did he say who they were working with? That was quite a bold uh, a bold statement from Alan Hahn. It is. I, I don't see anything with regards to for who or even the team. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably pop up the second we are done recording. Okay. That's just well. kind of how things work. Um, yeah, that's NBA. NBA has got to be the most exciting trade that line. Uh, I, I would agree. With it that. has to be. I'd yeah. agree with that. I mean, baseball is interesting because there's no cap. So you can have teams that pick up, you know, some guy's salary is not a big deal. uh, Picking up guys on, you know, from a salary perspective in the NBA, you usually have to match salaries in some regard um, to make deals happen. But yeah, I'd say the the, the last couple of years specifically, um, it has been extremely exciting. Yes, I I agree with that. The Raptors have held put. They have not trading OG. Oh, they are not. They're not trading the OG or Fred Van Fleet. They actually added Jakob Pertl. Uh, going for it. They're going Spurs. for it. They're going for it. So they're, yes, they're going for it. It's yeah, great offensive addition there. All right, that's that's NBA talk. Let's get over to everyone's favorite segment. Um, this is going to be shorter, folks. There were some things that happened this week that unfortunately did not allow me to watch a full 70 minutes of a soccer game, nor less any soccer, um, uh, at least un, uh, at least uninterrupted soccer. I oh. was able to watch a little bit of soft, a little bit of soccer with Benny Buckets um, here. I'll give a little bit of analysis. So soccer talk may actually be closer to that minute mark as opposed to the 15 minute mark can we get what well, we need to know of the match you were able to watch at least in partial duration yes we need to know the we need to know the teams that we need to know the league the country yep. it was played we'll get all league. of it don't you okay. worry right. don't you right. worry we need some exactitudes here just because i didn't watch all 70 minutes doesn't mean i didn't watch so okay. let's uh let's go ahead and get this <laughs> going here uh soccer talk brought to you by nobody yet i'm sure we'll get sponsored soon um yeah. just a matter of time Cristiano uh, Ronaldo is, is 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 lining up. He's he's interested in potentially. But his up. contract that he got from Saudi Arabia, I, I think he, he, I could would, certainly, I would, he could certainly afford it. So that's right. Yes, he's getting paid more in two years than ninety five percent of North American athletes get paid in their career. Yeah, I would say he's getting paid more in two years than the you know the the whole. The, you know, than the GDP of most countries, than more than half the countries in the world. So I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, true. All right. So this game, uh, Blackburn Rovers. We have another Rovers uh, here, folks. Not the Wait. not the Green City Forest, but yes, forest. Uh, Blackburn Rovers against Wigan Athletic. Not Wiggins. I was <laughs> roasted for that. It's Wigan <laughs> Athletic. Um. The Blackburn Rovers were in the white and blue, of course, not black. And Wigan Athletic was, of course, in the black, not white and blue. This is at 2 p.m. Central Time. I forgot what day this was. Was this Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, I believe it was Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Okay, 2 p.m. Central. No, it was Monday. It might have been Monday. Might have been Monday. Okay, we yeah, don't know Monday. what day. Uh, it was the Eng- English Championship. It was yes. league play. League play. <laughs> um, and for those my- of you who don't know, because we've gone over this before, the English Championship 
is a is a level below the English Premier League. So even though it's called the Championship, it's not it's not the top league, which is also somewhat interesting. But it's right. level below. So it's like the AAA, uh, as it were, of, of Premier League football or the G League. I, I'm not sure which team in the in the Championship is the Ignite. I, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not as well versed uh, from that standpoint. But uh, that's that's the way it lines up. So. Thank you. It gives so much more clarity. All right. <laughs> My only pregame note here is much better jerseys than the last game I watched. Uh, these these actually look like real jerseys, folks. Uh, we, we had ads, but they seemed to fit in the right place. And we had one solid color, two solid colors, not not neon, not uh, tiger stripes, just normal looking jerseys. Give me, Greg, that you did not like the Newcastle jerseys, apparently, so. Yeah. Was it was that the neon tiger jersey? No, those are the stripe. Those are the stripe jerseys, the the okay, black and white yeah. stripes. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, <laughs> inmates versus the uh, neon uh, globe trotters. There. All right, get into the game. All right. Well, we're already getting th- th- so this game. <laughs> not much, folks, happened uh, in the in the. Uh, in the time that I watched, it was about 20 minutes of game time elapsed before I uh, <laughs> went, went, went to the kitchen. Um, <laughs> all right. At the three minute six second mark of the game, it was the most wide open breakaway I've ever seen for Blackburn. Um, we were, uh, I think a couple tractor trailers could have driven through the hole um, in terms of the breakaway. There was nobody there. I don't know why there was nobody there, but there was nobody on that half of the pitch. It was, it was wide open. He, he kicked it right into the goalie. Of course. Um, it was a great save actually. Uh, let's see here. What, what do we got? Seconds. Oh, I wrote down 20 seconds. It took uh, for the time, the ball to get out for the throw in. Um, ball kicked out of play in terms of them throwing it in. Uh, 20 seconds of nothing passes, I also wrote down. Um, what, what I mean by nothing passes, folks, is when they just quite literally pass it to the if they're running a 4 3 3, um, four defenders, three mid, and three offenders, they just pass from each defender one to another, uh, just in a row. So, four passes to defenders. Um, I, I wish there was a pass counter. In, in soccer, there is. They, they 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 do keep track of that. They do keep track. I think we yeah. talked about that last time as well. Uh, there were wet field conditions, so <laughs> did they? But I know your favorite play of soccer, besides the the nothing pass, is the is the proverbial pass back to the goalie. Were there any yes. goalie passes? Yes, Bazunu <laughs> does not like that either. The goalie of the last <laughs> the last analysis hated that at the fifteen minute mark. He yelled at his team to get the. To move the ball forward, which I could not agree more. There were wet field conditions. Um, they were the field conditions were a little poor. Not gonna lie. Um, it looked like your municipal golf course uh, tee box uh, on a on a Saturday morning at around nine a.m. Uh, it was it was very patchy. Uh, the ball did not roll well. The roll true. Um, so there was uh, some sloppy play. Uh, there was a guy in the stands at around the eight minute mark that I thought had maybe the longest fingers <laughs> in the history of fingers, Ben. Not, not fingernails, fingers. Fingers, yeah. folks. These fingers were extremely long. Um, somewhere from the eight minute to nine minute mark, they could not stop focusing on this guy for whatever reason. I did not have the audio on because I was talking and these guys' fingers just <laughs> went from seemed like his chest to his nose. 
um, when he was ha- had his hands uh, in front of him there. So that's a great finger depth analysis. All right. At the okay, so thirty four seconds went off from nine minutes and six seconds to nine minutes and forty seconds for a corner kick. Um, at thirteen minutes and twenty five seconds, I wrote down the we have the farthest soccer throw in soccer history here. It seemed like I, I guess if they're closer to the goal, you want to throw it towards the goal. So it seemed like there was a it was a very long throw. Uh, I don't know if the listeners have seen. Some soccer players do some flip, like a flip and throw. Uh, they use the ball and they, they flip and then they use their two feet. They ground them and they jump and throw. Uh, those go really far. I had a kid. Um, I, was, I played soccer when I was little, believe it or not, um, as a kid. And there was the a kid Forest that could Green do... City Rovers uniform. Greg yes, the, the for, yes, the Forest Green Rovers. Uh, get the get the name right. There's no city. Um, <laughs> oh, Forest Green Rovers. <laughs> I'm correcting you on soccer here. Yes, um, yes. yes. Uh, yes. I like I, it. I, I like it. It's, beautiful. it's a great thing. I like it. All right. Uh, there was a shot on goal. I had to write that down because that doesn't happen very often. Um, at the 1730 mark, um, there were three replays to realize that the guy did not get hit in the face. It was outstanding acting by the Blackburn um, forward there. Um, they had multiple angles. They slow mode it for us. Uh, the cleat did not make contact with the face. So I appreciated the uh, in-depth analysis there, um, whether the f- cleat striking the face or not. Um, and then <laughs> my last note here, folks, this is really, oh, this is really short soccer time here. One minute of stoppage time at half. I came back to look to see how much stoppage time there would be. And I just wrote down one word, criminal, criminal. <laughs> soccer is just stealing from its uh, fans. Uh, we, we want more time added on. We want the time <laughs> that we deserve added on at the end of the half. Um, not only just for the principle of it, uh, just keeping it consistent, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we want more soccer. So um, that's my soccer talk analysis. Not as good folks. Like I said, as last week and the week before, I will make up for it next week. Uh, so definitely going to want to pitch in next week as well. Um, but yeah, Ben, did you have any insights on that game? Uh, I did. It was a zero zero. Uh, a nil. I don't know why I asked. Nil, <laughs> a nil nil draw, as it were, with the with the uh, exciting with exciting. the exciting with the with the exciting way the game ended. It was very interesting. Uh, Blackburn came close a few times, as did Wigan, but nobody was able to uh, to dent the score sheet, as they say in England, dent the score sheet. Uh, I will say this: we have some really good matches coming up. Uh, oh, okay. Some, let's, some pretty, okay. Let's okay. Yeah, so, so I'll give you my soccer talk. I, I know, I know, this is a Greg centric. Uh, the, the evolution of Greg finding soccer is is uh is no I, I different like is know no, what is, game i'm watching next what game okay. am i watching fair next? enough well let me let me finish my statement and i'll be sure. happy to get into it sure, greg sure. finding soccer is no different than uh a, a born again finding religion or the cops <laughs> finding the kidnapper the Lindbergh baby folks this is this is big oh, stuff boy. breaking news here so <laughs> we, are, just... we are we are thrilled and enthralled oh. by the game day greg love of of the football international a.k.a. soccer. So this is a very positive development. Uh, in terms of the games this week, I, I will give you two games. One of them you're going to have to find a, a Paramount Plus subscription for, or you're going to have to find <laughs> a, a 
you know, some other way yep. to stream the game. Uh, the we have Italia, Italia, Italia Serie A, which is the top what? division. Italia Serie A. What is that? Serie A series in series, Italian. Series in in American English. Serie is the uh, soccer, the soccer, the Italian, uh, the Italian, you know, transliteration. But Serie A or Series A, if you want to Americanize or English, you know, Inglaterize, 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 yes. Inglaterra is another, is is the word for England in Italy. But uh, anyway. Oh boy, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think the viewer, I don't think the listeners really appreciate uh, Ben's soccer talk as much as mine, but that's okay. (laughs) That's probably true. I think it's a little too uh, on point here. I think we're getting a little little too factual. A little too verbose, yes. Yes. Uh, But anyway, uh, you have there, you have AC Milan hosting Torino at the San Siro there on Friday. Uh, tomorrow, you said that a little slower for the uh, normal folk here. Can you can you thumb that down, please? Yes, AC Milan. Will be That's hosting, the team. Okay. Yes, that'll be the team. We'll be hosting Torino, the team from one of the teams from Turin. That's where the uh, the 2006 Olympics were. The Winter Olympics were in Turin, as yes. you may recall. Um, so they will be hosting at at the San Siro, which is the stadium that AC Milan and Inter Milan share, kind of like the Jets and the Giants share. Uh, the New Jersey Jets and New Jersey Giants share MetLife Stadium. The Inter- Internazionale Milan and AC Milan share San Siro. So they have a, a, a tenancy situation in that particular stadium. Uh, I like the under. The under in the game, folks. The under in the game. AC Milan is a hard time scoring. What is the under? What is the under? It what is two and, and a half. Uh, I got it yesterday at minus 124. I have not checked today. I already bet it twice this week. Uh, same amount of money, but... Uh, on two different uh, two different times, I got the same odds. So I do like the under. You can also do the hedge. This is the this is the old uh, the special the Benny Bucket special soccer play, where you can hedge if you believe the it will be you know it won't go under. You can hedge and bet exactly three goals. Right now you can get that in the you know three goals total in the match. You can get that right now at about plus three ten uh, on uh, BetMGM or the Caesar Sportsbook app. Uh, and you can hedge your bet if you'd like. Uh, very unlikely there will be four goals in the game. So as long as you hedge, is if you if you hit the under, you're free rolling. And if you hit the three, you're basically hedging your bet where you're breaking even. So as long as there's not four goals or more, you are going to either break even or you're going to win your bet. So uh, we like that. And then on Saturday in London uh, at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, we have uh, Crystal Palace is hosting Brighton Hove Albion. Uh, that's a three. It's a three-team name, kind of like Forest uh, Forest Green Rovers. There. Oh boy. But, okay. I I only wrote down the first one. I'm just gonna watch the first one. You go ahead and talk about this one. You okay. go ahead and talk about this one. Well, this one is this one is on the this one's on the Peacock app, uh, which I think you may have. I, I don't know if you have the Paramount Plus or not. But oh, okay. Uh, so I got to write this one down too. Okay. Yeah. So this one. Yeah. The other one is that uh, I don't think I told you. The other one I believe tomorrow is at uh, two forty-five Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. This one will be at ten a.m. Eastern on uh, Saturday. I also like the under. I got it at one minus one thirty. I think it's all the way down to minus one twenty. Can we name the t- Can we name the matchup again? Can we Can we say it a little <laughs> slower for the for the folks who may not understand soccer as much? <laughs> sure. Uh, Crystal Palace. That's that is a team, not a place. 
<laughs> that is okay. correct. Yes, the team. They are hosting Brighton Hove, H-O-V-E, Albion, A-L-B-I-O-N. Hold on. Brighton Hove, Albion? Yes, Albion. Albion. Yes. Okay, Brighton Hove. Who comes up with these team names? Uh, oh, your last name is Brighton, your last name is Hove, and your last name is Albion? Let's make a team. <laughs> Is that what it is? There's also there's also a West Bromwich Albion in the championship division, but we won't uh hopefully they won't be in the in the same league at the same time. That could be a mass confusion. So well, that's yes, that, that would lead to mass confusion, folks. <laughs> yes, not the fact that a palace is a team. <laughs> Brighton Hove Albion is also a team. All right, where is this? What is this? Uh, is this is this a league play? What league this is, is this? This is league where play. Is this, this is the Premier League. It will be in London. I, I do not know the name of the ground. Let me check the name of the ground because you were interested. That's the other thing. They don't call in London. They don't call – or in, London, in England, they don't call the stadium a stadium. They call it the ground, uh, like the, 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 the oh, soccer ground. they don't call ground. it the pitch? They don't call it They pitch. call it the pitch, too, but they call it the ground. So, okay. Uh, the Okay. The arena or stadium is Selhurst Park Stadium, and this is in Croydon. Selhurst. The Croydon neighborhood of, uh, of London. Croydon neighborhood of London. Okay. Yes. And it oh, was boy. opened in 1924. And the team owns the stadium, which you don't see very often, actually. And the stadium has been uh, around for 99 years. So uh, a capacity of 25,000 and change. So, But I do like I do like the under. I do like the under, folks. In you the, like the under. In the game, so like say under in the game, perfect. That's a perfect way to end the show. Yeah, um, you can also hedge it. The beautiful Crystal Palace with the with the three goals. Uh, you know, anything less than four, and you're going to at least break even. Uh, two or less, and you'll win your bet. Uh, and uh, you can get around again about plus three hundred, plus three hundred five on the three goals exactly. So that is, that is the BBSSP. That is the Benny Bucket Soccer Special Play. There, folks. Yes, it um, is. Those so are my plays. Those are my. I have a play. Tab. I have a play for next week, but we're going to hold off till next week on that one. But I do have a play. There for, you go. That, that'll that'll force the force yeah. the listeners to. to it it will be in the Premier League as well. So. Perfect. All right, folks. Uh, that is going to do it for us here at uh, Linebreaker Sports, uh, episode three. Um, we always have fun doing this. Uh, you certainly get a lot of analysis that I don't think you'll be able to find anywhere else. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else for the listeners before the Breaker Nation before we uh, sign off here? I, I do not. Thank you. Oh, so that doorbell. Doorbell's here. Oh, let's see what's going on. All right. Let's see what's going on. So. All right, folks. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye.